This is like a tiny guitar. You want to play a little guitar? So it feels bigger, right? Um, are you recording? No. Me gusta tocar la guitarra, me gusta de cantar el sol, mariachi mi compañía cuando canto canción. Me gusta tocar a mis copas, corrientes son lo mejor. También la tequila blanco con tu cena de sabor. Ay, 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 mi amor. Ay, mi modelo de mi corazón. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Still Austin Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is a new rye blend called The Musician, first in a series because music has the ability to bring us all closer together, to make us feel more free and alive, just like great whiskey. Still Austin, owned locally, distilled in Austin, 100% Texas. And the rocks this week, we've got Touching Voodoo. We've got Jonathan and Stacy on the show this week. We're going to talk a little bit about the band. How, uh, you know, what's been going on with them the last few months, where they're going. You know, we have a, you know, Stacy's new to the band. We're going to talk about some of that. And just hardest working band in town. It's time we heard from them. All right. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. How are you doing? (laughs) Uh, It's been a while. I've only been trying to get you on the show for like a year. For a long time, man. I'm I'm a busy triangle player. You are a busy mofo. (laughs) And that's why we called you the, uh, the, Busiest, I'm oh, sorry, the hardest working band in town, and that's no shit. That is no shit. Because like when when I was doing the uh, the audio show, it was it was constantly like every single week I was I was doing three or four mentions for touching voodoo. I'm like just these guys are all over the fucking place. Like how is they how are they working so hard? Man, we were staying busy from like Tuesdays to Saturdays for a good couple months there too, and that was just. <clears throat> got a little tired and get a little worn out, but man, the show must go on. The show must go on. You've been doing this a while. Uh, yeah, actually, I have. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember seeing you. What was the first band you remember here? With uh, me? It was at Burberry's. Burber, damn, what the hell is Burberry's? Burberry's is over <laughs> on Polk Street, and you got on stage. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was you. Did you do uh, more than words? Oh, whoa! You're not a more than words kind of guy. Did you this do was it? I'm playing ago. with. I can't remember. I just remember you because you Nuno played all the parts Nuno Bencourt. Uh, yeah, well, you were somebody, Nuno, uh, somebody was Sharon. singing with me. I, I, I think, think I remember there was somebody singing. But I can't remember who. Jack, it was. I don't I even remember, remember the place you. called Burberry's. What is it called now? I don't it's even uh, know Chesney's now. That oh, was wow. oh wow, that must have been a long it was ass time. Twenty ago. years ago. Yeah, it was a long. You time. haven't been here twenty years. I've been here twenty years, but I've been here pretty close to ten. I mean, it's, it's been a long time. It's Knocking been, on the door. It's been a, quite a long time. And then it was Tom and Jerry's after that, right? Yeah. I remember yeah, so Tom I remember Jerry's. I remember that one gig at Burberry's once before, and then it was Tom and Jerry's. You, you were a kid, like yeah. I was getting maybe. yeah. No, I was younger than that. I was getting all these places underage. Yeah, you're that yeah. kid. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> only rule was just don't buy your own drink. Somebody else will buy yeah. a drink. For you. <laughs> that was like, no, you say know. shot time. Yeah. But <laughs> <clears throat> I was like, who the fuck is this kid? How is he pulling <sighs> this? stuff off you know it was it was it was pretty righteous and you know then you, I, know, I know you played with jack and you played uh that was interesting yeah jack mustard that was cool yeah. that was real cool uh jack's a good dude man he's a i guess he's he's not really so much in games so much anymore no anymore. i think he's full-on chiropractor doctor yeah. mode these days oh, yeah. 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 No, that's that's fancy. Yeah. no well he was he would he'd been a chiropractor okay. the whole time yeah. oh, and then but he was like you know what? i'm a rock star too so He's a rocking. He's a rocking chiropractor, yes, sir. <laughs> Hell yeah, Jack Mustard. What's up? What's up? I need to crack my back. Crack my back. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, 
Who else have you played with? Uh, let's see. So when I first came into town, the band was called Hatcher's Run. That's right. I remember that one. Hatcher's yeah, yeah, yeah. Run. That was fun. It was like a little alternative 90s band. That was fun for a while. Uh, and then I got in with a little red, what's a red dirt kind of country, Mesquite County. You guys remember, you remember those guys? Yeah. And uh, with Larry Ty on harmonica, my buddy Eric Canales. And then... Let's see. So I bounced. I was in Rectified with Bulldog Willis for a little bit. Then Strange Saints picked me up for a good. You used to play with them? Yeah, actually, I do. Yeah, they're doing really good, but they're busier just about as I am. So we can never link up too many gigs. But uh, I love it when you do because that means we're off. Yes. Yeah, you guys get to stay home. I get to go play. Y'all get to stay home. Keep working, son. Keep working. Avelino's in that one. So Avelino Rosales. You got Nick Gars. You got Lori Canfield's on keyboards now, and Rudy Garcia. I think has been. Uh, jamming with them pretty heavily and then uh, Travis I, I man I met you a couple weeks ago but they got a new guitar player called Tra- uh, Travis uh, I forget his last name but he's a great guy too oh, he's a cool. hell of a player yeah he's a hell of a player so uh, how long has Touching Voodoo been a band? Uh, where's Michael Lee when I need him? Uh, tw- December our first show we were at Rounders and y'all were celebrating three years? three years so yeah so 2018 December, we did uh, that rock and roll over the Kiss tribute band that always mm-hmm. comes to town. That was our first gig with them at Austin's, back when it was still Austin's. Oh, play. wow. Yeah, and that was our first gig as Touching Voodoo, yeah. Which And actually, that night, too, I was still with a band called Head Change. It was, uh, you remember Head Change? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a Led yeah. Zeppelin tribute band. Well, that was the night. We, that was our, we're like, you know what, we're just going to go ahead. And I was like, <laughs> I think I just kind of quit the, my old band was like, hey, man, it's time for something new. And that night, when we opened for those guys, I'm like, touching voodoo. And it just kind of just kicked off from there. I can't believe that name hasn't been taken before. Uh, it was a touch, a wall of voodoo. Yeah. You ever heard of it? I forget the song. Band, I wish I could look it up real quick. Yeah, Wall of Voodoo. They had one hit, and I was going to be Touch of Voodoo or something, yeah. but then I didn't get the licensing permission. Touching yeah. Voodoo actually wasn't the name I wanted to be, actually. There was like six or seven yes. name changes that I was the originally going The one that you had, through. though, that, but you couldn't take. What was Yeah, that? so originally I wanted to be called John Bar Sinister. John Bar, yes. You know what the Bar Sinister is? Do you know what the Bar you Sinister is? You told me. Is? I remember we had this So like back in the day, the church would put a mark on the, your records, like before birth certificates and stuff. If yeah. you were like a bastard or you were a born out of at wedlock yeah they put a mark next to your name in the records and like the crops weren't freaking growing if there was <laughs> they were or they it hadn't rained in six seven months they would go and like lynch these people with the bar sinisters on the name as like bad juju i just thought that was pretty cool because i happened to be yeah, born funny. out of wedlock yeah. and i'm a bastard so <laughs> that's pretty <much> <laughs> yeah it's pretty epic taken, right? but uh, there's a bar in florida who just completely has got bar sinister oh, yeah. just trademarked ah. so no hate to you guys but uh let me take the name yeah well, I mean, it's a different. I mean, if you opened a bar, that would be one thing. Well, they registered. It's TM'd and registered, oh, so they tra- really? yeah, they 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 bought the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, and then touching voodoo was literally just kind of one of the the ones that actually got passed. So we you know we run through search engines and check artist um, uh, websites with catalogs for names and stuff to make sure. And that was actually just the first one out of probably six or seven that was even yeah. available, and I just kind of went with it. I. I got Loudmouth Lisa because it's just such a stupid name that nobody else wants it. So, you know, there you go. It's just as catchy, though. <laughs> I love it. See, and like all the guys in my band originally were all we're all diabetic. So Rudy was playing with I'm me. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I, I am not. Well, no, no, no. Originally, so we were more, mainly a three-piece format. So Rudy was diabetic. I had another bass player called Sage Rage. You remember, you know Sage. Yeah, really and he's diabetic. Michael Lee's diabetic. I'm diabetic. I wanted to be like, there was a time it's like Johnny Insulin and the diabetics, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> That's very punk rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Michael's like, well, we're going to go see a German ska band? Like, yeah. what's going on? 
uh, diabetic voodoo. Both diabetic of those are killer names. Like the bar sinister <laughs> thing's pretty bad. Right? Johnny Johnny is one of those. So I might be able to get cool, away with like a an album name or something. Put like the bar sinister or something on. Yeah. But yeah, it actually really originally wasn't the name and. Uh, we picked up a lot of momentum with it. Now it's just kind of it's. We're starting, you know, slowly starting to brand it. I'm gonna stick with it, you I'm know. Sad but originally, it actually wasn't what I wanted to be called at all. It's kind of. But it's good. I'm not, I'm not putting it down really at all. You know, I'm not putting but it down. No, it's, at all, but it's very catchy. I mean. You were telling me somebody to call us touching doo doo one that's time. We're like because we're the shit. Fine, that's okay. Remember I told you the other day. I wanted you to. Get a deal uh, with Verdure and and call it Touching Verdure. Like do do a jingle form or something. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> That'd like, be kind of cool. Touching Verdure. Lifting weights, you know. Touching Verdure. Yeah, yeah. Get a little jingle. I, yeah. Hey, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Jingles too. Yeah, jingles, jingle sell. Yeah. They do. That's very true. Jingle sell. So who who all's in the band now? Jingle uh, band so currently it's been kind of a toss up. We had an accident with our roadie and our drummer yeah. Michael Lee. And uh, so I've been kind of limping along, but officially we've got Michael Lee on the drums, uh, Frank San Miguel, most of the time on bass guitar. Jason Hodges. Yeah, and we got Jason Hodges. You guys know Hodges. Love Hodges. Love Hodges. Hodges is badass. And um, on keyboards, we've got Cherry Bob Hopkins. The White Knight. The White Knight himself. <laughs> yes, man. We're very fortunate to have that guy. Yes, 100%. Um, we have the lovely Stacey now on board singing with us. And uh, we just picked up Jimmy Thompson on saxophone. Dude. And he's been saxing it up. I want to see one of those shows. With Jimmy it's pretty so cool. It's really cool. And like, we just did the Art After Dark uh, this this last uh, weekend mm -hmm. or whatever. For, yeah. And like... Uh, it was really nice having everybody there because I was like, I was a little nervous about rocking and rolling for I was too. After dark. I was so a little, yeah, I was like, hey. They actually busted out into jazz, yeah. like 20, 30 minutes of some jazz tunes. I was like, is this my band? Like, this is us. Is yeah. it so now it's kind of really cool because we're ab able to touch such a wide variety of, of music and be able to still appeal to an audience or whoever yeah. that we're playing at, you know. Yeah, or even like that at that instance, that we were able to let the people kind of acclimate into who we were. And so yeah, they're like, coming boom, up to us like, yeah, we want to rock out now. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> We're gonna play uh, "Fly Me to the Moon" all night, and gee, boy, seeing cool. fucking Jimmy <laughs> bust out that sax and play a few times that I have, it was like seeing a butterfly come out of his uh, cocoon, man. Like I've known that sad motherfucker for years. And, uh, <laughs> yes, I, yes. I, I've been telling him the yeah. same shit. Yeah, I've been <laughs> telling you the same shit, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, he's been on the podcast before, man. And, he's, and, oh, he's, and he's, you know what? Quite, quite, and you know, if I can brag on him a little bit, like music-wise and theory-wise, the dude's been brilliant. Oh, I is. never understood why he wasn't applying it more like he is now. And now we got him jamming. We got him jamming, and he's really good. And he said he took a good two, three years off of playing, and like, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure he was a college student. But it's not easy jumping back into yeah. like a reeded instruments. Like for example, I picked up a couple extra instruments. I can't fucking play a clarinet or a sax to play my damn life, and that's just a reed, you know. Mm -hmm. So for him to jump back into gigging and playing successfully, it's actually pretty quick. Yeah, he just tells people he's never played before too, which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've been funny. playing for like no, two, no, three no, weeks. Yeah, he tells sure. people that, but you know, he just funny. picked it back up and it was. Jimmy's, it was you know, he's he's going to be kind of a secret weapon, I think. You know, in in. For you know, he, he's gonna gig around a little bit. You know, he's gonna slut around like most. Of the oh, and I'm I mean, hoping he does. This yeah. should be great takeoff point for him. There's Excuse a lot. me, I have not slutted around. <laughs> You're my one and only as yeah. of now. As of now. As of now. Wait, aren't you doing that? Until ELO? Ace wants yeah. you to sing. Well, no, aren't you doing that ELO thing, or did that already happen? No, that's like on the side. We still haven't had any more rehearsals since we got approved. So, well, let's plug that real quick. You're doing. They're doing. Is it who it's is an it? ELO, it's an ELO tribute for uh, WT Homecoming, but there it's, you it's go. actually only. It's like volunteer 
thing for like I think they're raising money for a different like organization. Wow, well, that's that pretty night. cool. And being yeah, a no, part of it, we get to play with the WT Symphony. There you go. As well, so I mean that's who, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't even remember the guy that's in charge who's of it. Top, is it I, Chuck Alexander? It's not I, Chuck Alexander, is it? His drum player has like a green. I would no, We don't mean to misplug anything. I don't mean to misplug anything, but I was invited by Bob Hopkins, the White Knight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well, it's great. His fault. It's the drummer's probably Jay Weeks, and it, it's probably Chuck on bass. Uh, right. I've known those guys for yeah. That's, years, that's our so top guys in town. Yeah. They're yeah. doing it right now. Yeah. And overall, the point is, I, I want we all love music. It's all. Just spreading it, playing, and enjoying as many forms mm -hmm. and enjoying as many people and audiences as you can. Isn't it you know? cool to see all the time? I mean, I've got Remy from Native Crowds doing camera for me, you know? Yeah, Remy. Yeah, Remy. Remy. Remy, shout out to Remy. We need hey, a quick we had a great conversation. B-roll. We had a great conversation about the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. Uh, oh, we did, man. Uh, that's and my I, dad. Feel like, I feel like I enlightened so, you. You did. So, I dad, feel like I enlightened you. So, now like, that the hey, court case is over, if you could return my calls. Yes, <laughs> I know he's a busy guy. Johnny Depp, Johnny Guidi. Yeah, and they, you know, they have the same uh, the the same wardrobe designer. So yes, yeah. they yes. clearly. Now, clearly. Yeah, I, I get his hand me downs. You don't you don't scarf as much as he does. Uh, not during the Texas heat. Yeah. I don't know where he lives, but he gets away with wearing it. You know, he does. all year round. I'm starting to wonder if a damn scarf wouldn't protect me from the heat the way it is. Man, it's been brutal. Well, you kind of want to create some sweat and then yeah. a little bit of breeze yeah. comes through. You cool off. You know, that's what we learned. You know, you know, I'm not an expert in thermodynamics and cloth. So I couldn't, I couldn't say whether that was. <laughs> I just, I'm just telling you what I heard. What I they heard. do say actually covering your skin in the heat will keep you cool. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, depending on the color. Um, so, uh, so Stacy. You've been in the band what about a year now? Going almost it. Yeah, August August thirteenth will be a year that's that weird. I met your ass at Rounders. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Michael Johnson's the one that introduced yeah, us. Mr. You Michael weren't Johnson. having it. I didn't I even to want to go. I was like, I didn't want to. And leave. I was ready to leave. Like, he's okay. He's he's you know Johnny come lately. Oh yeah. You were totally, and I was like ready to fucking leave. And Johnny is Mike. My Michael was like, stick around, stick around. He's coming. I was like, I gotta go. I literally just drove thirteen hours from from down south back home and I was like well see yeah. you caught me on like was it a Wednesday I'm pretty sure it was like yeah, a Tuesday, Tuesday or a Wednesday but I was singing you by singing with you by Thursday yeah. we were yeah. chatting back and forth yeah. on a Wednesday Cat, Cat and I talked about this <laughs> shout out to the lovely Miss Cat Jones by the way um, but uh, she was there the night that you played the first time y'all played at Leftwoods and I was doing sound and you did uh, you did Black Velvet and you did the Melissa Etheridge song in Dreams and uh, yeah and in, in the Journey one and, uh, and, uh, like there was a few of us that kind of, they were like, oh shit, who the fuck is this chick? Right, you know, right. <laughs> like, it was, it was like, okay, this is, this is very next level vocals, oh, wow. not just female vocals, vocals in general. I mean, it was, it was, oh, wow. you know, for a newcomer to come in and be right up here out of the blue, you know, but that's the kind of shit that this guy Yeah, does, I know, right? I don't know where Stacy was just Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> just First finds... song you played for me was Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Oh, damn, we didn't play that anymore. Colton was the one that was, oh, Colton, yeah. Colton, Wel what's his last Welcher. name? Welcher. Colton Welcher was the one that was doing the open mic there yeah. at Rounders that night. That's right, that's right. He took over right. his guitar. <laughs> <laughs> she was and like, you want to play a fun. song? I was like, not really. He not really. He, yeah, did, told he, us, he, said, he said, female vocalists are a dime a dozen. <laughs> I, I did not that. say yes, that. Yes, you did. I did not yes. say that. Holy you totally shit. did. I'll never forget it. That's fine. Let's fast forward. Five months later, we're back at Rounders. Oh, and 
I took God. him to the chair we sat at and I bought him a shot. I said, we so met I don't right know here. the lead singer of Touch of Voodoo, but I heard he's kind of a dick. I mean, I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to put yet, that He's yet to, that, that's, lead singer has I'm yet pretty to sure show no. me. I just acclimated How did to that go to? No, well, actually, okay, and I'm not, I'm not trying to put anyone or anybody down in any position, but like, I hear all the time, hey, I could sing, let me sing for your band. Or other people like, hey, this person can oh, sing, let me, let me sing for your band. And it's just kind of one of those, I was like, all right, I, I worked for Michael, so I was like, this is my boss, I'm not trying to piss him off. <laughs> but I'm going to come out, have a drink, you know, and listen to this person who said sing. And I was like, I don't really want to play a song. No, no. She's like, I don't want to really play was, a song he was, either. No, he was, he was, he was like, this is like, I play fucking eight, eight days a week. <laughs> That's what, exactly what he told me. I have eight shows I a week acting all cool. And I was yeah, like, I was, okay, yeah, that's over cool. Like, uh, but mind you, like, when you walked in, I thought you were cute. <laughs> I thought you were cute. So I kept the conversation uh, going. I was like, he's kind of cute. But the moral of the story, she killed that song. And it was pretty cool. And I'm pretty sure I got your number and you were gigging. You did. Yeah, we, were, we were messaging back and forth. It was day. a Tuesday. Yes. The next day it was Solano Project at Smoky Joe's. I seen and you play with it. them, and I was like, "Come play with us." No, 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 no. What was it? Give me one reason. Yes. Do we go there? No, no, no we don't go there. We don't go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't no, go there. It is on film. <laughs> it is on film. When I said, "Oh, y'all just like the music," no, oh, that the was great. Lyrics. That was great. That was great. Oh, you're so crazy. Oh, that's fucking awesome. You know what? Man. I'm going to tag you in that video because I it can go back great. and find it. It's, she it's just great. Jumped, so she literally just went just from one day, jumped straight into another band, and like she actually just, just jumped right into it. Just jumped, yeah. jumped right into it. Sol- Solano Project. Both of you guys sang for those guys, too. Like, yeah, uh, played. Played with, played for, uh, love those guys. Tony, uh, uh, so Tony Naples, you got Andy Solano, you got uh, Chris Crowley. Chris Crowley. Stick, uh, stick Bag or Marcus. Marcus Beers has been playing yeah. for him. And then, of course, yeah. you got Frank. Is there I just yeah. sat in a few times with them here and there. Oh, and yeah. those they're guys are... They're great guys. They're Yeah, blast. they're our local family, man. Everybody, yeah, they, every, they, they let anybody they play like with them. They were like really cool. Great. Like they had a they had a residency at Smoky Joe's for a while, like every Thursday or no, they're still there every Wednesday. Yeah, they're still there. So like yeah, we've got our weekly things. You had a you had a residency. No, we're still there. there. Yeah, Yeah. we're still there. So Thursdays is uh, Smoky Joe's at uh, with Touch and Voodoo, but Wednesday is uh, Solano Project. Mm -hmm. And actually, Smoky Joe's is one of the few venues in town that has live music every night, seven days a week. And and they changed the schedule a little bit. I can't plug everybody accurately right now. I want to get. I want to get uh, what's the the lady that runs Smoky Joe's? Maribel Sims. Maribel Kevin, Sims. Kevin and Maribel. Friends with her on Facebook. Maribel, if you're watching this, shoot me a message because I want to get you on the show because like what you guys are doing is so very important. You guys oh, yeah. push live music every single night. You're the only venue that does it. Yeah. And and I think that that is amazing. Yeah, and the, she's really great at creating a bond between us as musicians and the people who love and come hang out. Man, it's yeah. it's, it's just like it really feels like family. Say, like she there. she actually has a few musicians that do work for her. Yeah, and she gives them that space mm-hmm. to gig and then yeah. still work. Yeah. Like I mean, I don't know how many some of the girls, town, yeah. some of the girls are that she girls. gives. I don't know how many places Smokey in town they Smokey yeah, Smokey Smokey yeah. <laughs> No, but for real, like she like has that. I feel like you have to have a love for music and a mm-hmm. passion for it in a sense whether you play your instrument or not to be able to say like you know what that's your dream i'm gonna let you have the time that you need off to go and do what you have to do that that's the first thing i noticed about maribel i was like damn i don't know how many bosses or or corporations yeah. in town that'll give musicians mm-hmm. that space for that and consider it as oh that's your other job yeah, yeah other really, than say, oh it's another ho- it. oh it's, it's a, a hobby no it's, it's a my great job. space on sixth street for launching off anybody or anybody yeah. that's coming to try to jam and play yeah, and sure. be a part of it yeah yeah dude I love it. Well, uh, Stacy from uh, Marshalls was, was working there too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. there's uh, somebody else was uh, 
that's recently <sighs> going on over there. I mean, it's like every time I go in there, it's like I see people I know. Yeah, well, and, like, and yeah, like, so they're sw- so uh, Chrissy, Mo, and they were working, but now they're getting more to where they're gigging, which mm-hmm. is awesome. So we're bringing in some new faces, and it's just really just like adding new members to the family. Yeah, yeah dude. Mm-hmm. Man, that type of thing is, um, I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for here for words, man, but it just, it, the, the, there was there was such a struggle to find venues, find people, to find that support, to find a place, you know. Because otherwise, you know, you're just kind of a shot. You know, you you'd like just like you said, you should have a regular dick job, and then you know, if this is a thing you're going to do, it's a hobby on the weekends. Bullshit, you know. I mean, that that there are people that are actually making a living playing music because that is you know it's where we belong. It's what we and need to do. Like not to get it in a in a way, but like it's up to our venue owners and our established places to also care about the music and entertainment. Not necessarily, and I'm not not necessarily just care about the profit at the end of the day. Right. Because and a business is business and that's fine, but like one thing I will brag on Maribel once again is she definitely brings feeling and love and an involvement Absolutely. to everybody involved. She does. And I think it would be a great example for a lot of venues to maybe adopt that mentality. Just, you know, yeah, we take care of each other to take care of others. You know, it's all just one big 100%. circle. And, and, you know, it's that's how the economy works, too. Exactly. It's just like love, man. Right. You've got to give it to get it. Exactly. It's like the circle of life. It's a circle, not a square, but a circle. <laughs> the alligator eats the fish. I don't know what he's the alligator, a whale. We, no, we do. Oh, Bayou down he, Boomhauer over in the crowd eyes over in Over yonder. Over Well, I tell you what, guys, we're going to uh, take a quick break, uh, hear from a couple of our sponsors, and then uh, we'll be right back to talk more with uh, Touching Voodoo. We are back uh, again. We are talking to Jonathan and Stacy from the infamous Touching Voodoo, the hardest working band in Amarillo. I'm not sure necessarily that's a good thing. Sometimes it doesn't feel like a good thing. <laughs> you're making, you're making a living, dude, dude. You're making I, a living. Yeah, I am. I am. You know? I, am. I saw that van outside. I know. I know it's paying the bills. You know. You know. Yeah. I'm come slowly, Johnny. Slowly coming up in the world. Slowly coming up in the world. Yeah. You know, if you guys got that's so that's the metric that I kind of judge by now. It's like, all right, so what are these guys? Well, both of you guys are driving like, like, oh, these guys are both driving fucking vans. They can take on the road and do shows. I've seen that shit. 
you know, I got the I got the war wagon out I there. I can but sleep in it. I can eat in it. Yeah. And take three extra people in it. Yeah. I can in it. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's <laughs> Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Exactly. Even if all three are by yourself. Or even if all three aren't even really happening. Yeah. We're not even in that order. That's yeah. why I'm the hardest working band in town. Yeah. <laughs> hardest working. The hardest working hand it's around It's the illusion. Yeah. Hardest yeah. working hand. <laughs> Dead. Dead. And that's a fact. It's a hard working hand. They're also available for kids' parties. Um, uh, kids church get-togethers. Kids and heroes. Will we do your so, baptist service? Kindergarten so what's, uh, graduations. So, so what's going on with music? So like, you know, I don't know. You were, what is going on you were, with music? You were that's gone. a hell of a question. And I'm not I, sure I'm the one to answer. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's a, a loaded, that is a loaded motherfucking question. Because I know I you've got say. some fucking killer originals. Yes, I does. know you do. I go home singing the shit at night. So, we can do 30 covers and then I'm going home singing Doghouse, Kick It to the Curb. Hello, Stranger. That's what it's Jonathan. I feel like... If anybody is a creative type, you can always relate to the insecurity of your own creation. And then two, I'm also like, I like to think that I'm a realist and that most people do not give a crap about your original music for a long time. Tom Waits says that shit. Yeah, and you know, and like I've been on a, just earning people, like, so for me, covers is, it's not like not being an original artist isn't what I want to be. But the beauty of playing good covers for people who connect with you through a cover song, it's like I'm back with whomever. I'm playing some Led Zeppelin, but you know I'm back in '87 with whomever's watching and connecting. I, I can see it in their eyes when you have memories. Like yeah. you know, you connect people with with through cover music tunes that are familiar, that are palatable, and then at some point when everyone's like, "Oh, you guys are so awesome," then I'll drive the originals home. Yeah. But. The flip side of being a you know working musician's fine, but being an original creator, studio time, keeping a band together, mm -hmm. learning material that is it's a very tough struggle, and it's one that I've been battling for eight years. I mean, Tell me about it, dude. The, the, the studio time, especially because studio time is crazy expensive. There's a lot to learn. You know, you're not just buying studio time; you're buying all the experience behind those engineers, all the equipment that they've in, they've researched and invested in and set up yeah. and and, and programmed and you know there, there's a lot to do in that that's why I started my own fucking studio it's like man I can't exactly. afford I can't afford to do all the stuff these people do but hopefully I you know I have enough confidence in myself to learn at least enough to make a decent product exactly you sure. know exactly and so you know when people discount a musician's lifestyle they discount what a musician goes through that's like man this this is a fucking business man this is you know this is this is me hedging my bet that I, my talent against the world that is trying to fucking weigh me down and make what i do invalid no i'm gonna fucking carve a path through just like you guys are i mean and that, and that is there's, there's so much to it there's so much to it every town are trying yeah. to do this and it's it's the original part especially like i'm not trying to i love our us of a but the american market is very very tough it, it is. is very tough and is. there is countless talent just people over overflowing with talent that we're never going to get the chance to hear Dude, we're see. one small market and very so smart. I am very happy in being able to connect as a working musician through 
music that people love and the downside of being an original artist is just having actually the courage the yeah. the confidence in yourself to just push it out there and keep going and i unfortunately i struggle with a lot of self-doubt every day i really you know kind of like hendrix says i really don't believe in compliments i'd rather hear constructive criticism yeah. to get me further and to just progress myself as a musician yeah. as you know as a bandmate to my fellow bandmates and i love playing with anyone and everyone it's not just oh i'm gonna be secluded in a band i really enjoy other musicians that like to go off the cuff take a chance play with musicians you've never played for doing shows you've never done and i feel like that goes a long way as being a musician or just being an original artist right and and it's just it's tough it's like a stand-up being a stand-up comedian i couldn't imagine trying to be an, a stand-up comedian every night making people that game get, See, it, it'd be like spots. it'd be like me going out there telling richard Pryor jokes every night well it's funny but you can't quite do it in that field yeah and i could i couldn't imagine going on stage and and taking those chances Dude, i've you know, done so stand-up i've done stand-up the last it's, few years it's scary it, it's it, it really scary ten times I mean, harder I've, I've played than, a thousand you know hundreds yeah. of maybe people maybe not thousands but hundreds of maybe a thousand people yeah. <laughs> but stand-up comedian you know or any original art form is such a daring and dauntless task that, like, yeah. you know, even myself, I find that, like, I'm doing it in a very slow approach and, you know, I'm But I think at the end of the day, I feel like if you, if you go in with the goal of just trying to make people happy or make that one person be like, you made me feel something, then I feel like there's worth in what you did, no matter if it's one person or the whole 800 people that are in yeah. the crowd, like, hearing what you have to offer. Because I remember the first time I heard Johnny... Seeing his his originals, of course, was first time I met you was at not when I met you, but first show I had with had with you mm -hmm. was at Smokey Joe's, and your originals were so catchy that I was like, who sings this? I literally realized, well, yeah. who? No, 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 dead, to dead ass. Shit, yeah. I'm not well, trying to Google. I'm like, so, who sings this? I went home singing the shit, so and I still do. Part of the original pro process for me is like, I want to write songs that are palatable, people are catchy that want to hear, but I I've just. I feel like any other artist can relate. I have, that's just self, it's self doubt. And I've played shows where I've done nothing but original music and to the same people that were clapping for sweet home, Alabama and Freebirds stare at you in silence. And it's just, <laughs> it, and it, you know, it's like, okay, so at what point do you, do you earn that where they care enough? And, or do you just say, and I know I know, like this guy right here in front of me or a couple others that I admire a lot of original artists who don't give a, Bleep, about being original or paying cover they will be themselves in any moment every time and that's something i feel like i haven't even quite gotten to myself like you know and uh there are guys out and bands straight out the gate that only play original music and yeah. only and like and I, i'm watching some of my friends do it now and it's it's like wow i wish i could do that but I have people telling me, you know, how great or what. And it's it's not about that. It's like, man, it's how do you compare yourself creatively and artistically? And then how do you, as a product, sell it and then have, you know, be genuine about it? I don't want to be a, somebody who's mindlessly selling, you know, unsubs. Uh, well, I can't even say this right. Music without substance. Right. Like music that don't matter. Like, I always wanted to be someone that created music that could help somebody, that somebody could relate to and possibly inspire them to create their own art. Oh, that's my bad. Here's <laughs> the phone. <laughs> Navi's coming out of me. And uh, as I feel that in, in locally, too, it's why 
stuff like this outreach from our own fellow musicians artists and creators like supporting each other goes a long way and helpful because it, it's encouraging and inspiring even like you what know? you're doing with whole, the whole podcast right now where yeah, you're, is, you're, you're getting to really hear Jonathan's cool. heart you're getting to hear yeah. like, our heart behind like you know, how we feel about original music is in the bar it's always a fucking three or four minute conversation because we're always so busy well me I get a hug yeah yeah <laughs> and because you're busy doing your thing I'm busy doing yeah. my thing yeah. I mean, and, but, and what's it crazy what reflectively Everybody in this room is doing the same exact thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, you know. We're, we're all doing the same thing, and it's just really cool. I find more confidence and inspiration from my fellow, my brothers in, in art or music that push me along on, on a more creative path than it would be for, like, prospects of money or or a popularity or, or, you know, selling out. I'm not even sure I understand what selling out is, but it's something I would never hope to do. Do something you don't <sighs> want to do. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. The, do something you're not passionate the about. The thing about selling out is selling out means to a certain degree that you've made it. That means that you've some... some, some so like a Metallica... Oh, hold on. Metallica of, sellouts now? Is that fair to say? You know that Nothing Else Matters was in a Disney movie, and I don't know, hope I don't get sued for any of this, but that's no. selling out, right? Is that, is that selling out? Not if you made it into a badass think song about, that everybody's about, singing. <laughs> and when, I actually When like, Nothing Else Matters came out, what did it mean? They didn't know where that shit was going to go. Yeah. That was on that Black album. They, they went completely against their hard thrash roots, and they made... so. And, and also, the other thing about Nothing Else Matters was that uh, there was no genders mentioned in the song. It was just about mm. two people that loved each other. didn't right, say if it was a man or a woman, a woman or a man, that was just you know so close no matter how far, couldn't be much more what we are. I mean, mm. the, he, that song, to me, was the first real cutting through thing, breaking down the gender roles of just of, of real humanity, and well, and then I think about how far back that came out when we were maybe just people listening to it, and then now years, years, years later, as musicians listening to it, trying to understand the business, how a product speaks. You know, the, you you know, know, the funny thing, I mean, since we're talking about that one, you know, that song is ridiculously simple to play. Like the 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 chords and everything in that is so simple. Keep it and simple, so, and, stupid, and, kiss. And, and you kiss. think about <laughs> yes. the message in the song, how simple it is to play, and if you relate the two things, how simple it is to relate to other people that just want to love each other, just want mm -hmm. to exist. You know, there, there, there's so many layers to that thing. I, I, I hope that they had that in mind when they created it. Oh, for I sure. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, don't know. And then, and then they turn around, they do turn the page. Yeah. Do you call them a sellout? Cause they do, cause so, they cover, turn so the page. Ultimately you can't sell out no, before you've made it in. Is that what we're getting but, at? Okay. But you, but you, but I don't call them a sellout for doing that. No. They took something and they reinvented it and it pleased the crowd. People like it. it. It like brought like Metallica something. It just brought a feeling. See, I'm still, I still quite don't understand what a sellout is. I'm not even think sure what a sellout is. I, th I think a sellout is somebody who conforms to something that they don't want to right. do. Period. Well, when Green Day blew up with American Idiot, the punk scene was just like, oh, these fucking sellouts. Yeah, yeah. right. But Green Day was just making were. a record. And it was very commercially successful. Yeah. it. Yeah. So oh, they yeah. were perceived as sellouts because everyone loved what they were doing, but they were just making a record. They were just making a record and their bills uh, yeah. were paid. And, okay, and their bills were paid. Yes. And what, and so, let's, I mean. Let's just say the N-word, Nirvana. I'm leaving. Nirvana was, they were a punk band and they were the biggest goddamn band of all time at one point and 
But they you hear didn't. how they killed the thrash and hair metal scene. Yeah, yeah that's they the did. one thing they I did. always hear I was about there. They did. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. And like, okay, so like they Nevermind did. came out in like 92, 94. I was born in 92. I fucking love Nirvana. So like growing up and like Your loving Nirvana. Your mom gave Nirvana, birth to you listening to Nirvana. Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but like <laughs> I still quite never looked back. And it's it's one thing you had to, you had to have been there. <laughs> With the light! It's less dangerous. Sorry. <laughs> How two perspectives can be completely different because he was on the before side and I was on the after. Because <laughs> once again, I'll say that I still quite don't really understand how Nirvana killed the hair metal scene, but I get it to a point. Yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things outside looking in, you're the other side. And I think ultimately there is no fucking pleasing people. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Them, but, but you'll have that percentage that you do please. And, and I think that's for, what you have to for focus every on. 10 people that love your shit, there are going to be three people Karens. that bitch about it, Karens. and they're going to be as loud as the other seven. You know what I mean? There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. So. 100%. Yeah. And um, uh, as far as, like, I would love this this record that we've been trying to put out, it's been, like, it's been eight years in the making, man, and it's, go I'm, it's just one of those things I want to do right. I've been taking my time completely. The music has been scrutinized over, rewritten. You know, the two singles that I have released right now, one is being reworked into a full album version, Hello Stranger, and the other one's actually not even making it to the record. I've come up with a whole seven, eight new songs that are yeah. going to be on it. You and, shot me one. It doesn't even sound like Jonathan. And Like, at all. I was like, is this you? He's like, yeah, I, it's me. I was like, what? what? It, I have never had a... Com it's not a, a competitive thing. I don't want. It's not about who's better. There's no, always it's, a bigger it's, it's fish. It's a creative thing. You're just but my mentality is, is I want to create something and release something exactly. that's going to contend on a worldwide <coughs> level, not just a national level, not just on a state level. Just I mean, I want it to stand confidently next day. And that's great because you're not putting yeah. all your all your eggs in one basket. And it's been sure. stressful, man. And you, like you said, the day in day out of a real musician grind. It's one day you're up here and the next day you want to quit and you give up and you can't stand. You don't know how you're going to do it. And then something brings you back up, but it, it doesn't stop there. Seven days a week. You're like this yeah. one day 100%. you're upset, one day you're happy. And then like, you know, I've been kind of working on a song with a buddy called the post gig blues. You ever get done with a really, yep. really good. We were talking, gig? we were talking before oh, you got really, here, really good before gig. you got here, yeah. we were talking and then about it's, that. It's right there when everyone's walking out the door, tabs are being paid, Crash. gears being loaded up. And all Boom. of a sudden you're just like, Jonathan's the one that I experience it every night. And it's just it's yep. just one of those. You want to know what's funny? I, I get that. But also as being a sound man and stage manager, mm -hmm. uh, I also get post-gig elation. Because as soon as that motherfucker's <laughs> right. over, Thank you know, God. I'm like, hey, fucking God, I can go home. Fucking watch Divas no. are gone. <laughs> I don't have to listen anymore. Drama Justin queens. Bieber yeah. covers. <laughs> No more Celine Dion. Turn me up. I can't hear my song. <laughs> well, musicians are the worst, aren't they? Especially but, as a sound I guy, mean, right? we are a special breed, as are you guys. I was looking at my time hop. You over here like, hey, can I get this turned up on my monitor? You just pretend to turn up a dial. Yeah, and that's better. You, you didn't really touch anything. And then you turn around to your you're like, he didn't turn up shit. Yeah, Motherfucker. <laughs> we never called you oh, that, the oh, other ones. No, she never called oh, you that. Me Whatever. I know you, motherfucker. I didn't know you. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that's, you then. That's the thing. I learned from the school of Larry Lee. Okay, there's, I, I learned from the school of Larry Lee myself. There's, there's, there's a, there's, there's always going to be a fader on the board that I'm not going to tell anybody about. That says talent, yep. and you know, <laughs> I'll put that all the way up. And Suck like, knob, that on talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and that mama has a three X's from X Factor. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we do this because we love it. That's exactly Because right. it is something that we can't help. It's something that we have to do. Yeah. You know, it's it, sometimes it's about psychological validation. I would say that's a larger. Uh, sometimes it's about on a monetary. personal psychological yeah. value. Sometimes you just you want to just feel good about yourself and yeah. right and like there. I mean, like I have had people just be so overwhelmingly loving and supportive, and I'm like, thank you, thank you. And then I'll turn my back, and I'm like, you are shit. You are mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. You are. Oh, for <laughs> sure. And I, I, I will night. spit oh, for myself. Sure. And like, I'm like, man, I fucked that know, part so up. Like, I fucked this part, part of up. the goal is actually a lot of it's accept, accepting, understanding, and like, <laughs> I am so sorry. That's the second time that happened. Um, and I, man, it's. I feel like uh, creative types, and we're not validated enough by society. But could you imagine going through COVID without music or movies? Shit, Dude. that's all people have. And that's just as an example. Now, really think about the value and how much people who give and create are taken for granted and 100%. expected on such a huge level. Yeah. Well, we believe that now, too. Yeah. You know, one thing I really like to talk about in situations like this, you know, in the Great Depression, which happened in this country, you, you know... Who and what pulled this country out of the depression? Musicians and yeah. speakeasies, yeah. because the only money that people had in this country left mm-hmm. were going to bound booze and happy times. Yeah, exactly. And musicians had so much power and recognition and worth that it's been stripped well, from still us. Do. It, it, well, no, for sure. I mean, you, and you guys, y'all can totally edit this you know? out. But I feel like could you imagine if Bruno Mars no put on it anymore? or Pantera or or even John yeah. Lennon said, "Let's make yeah. a change. Let's do something. Let's you know." Mm-hmm. And you know, so the way it goes is, we're very regulated and controlled, and we're not even taught by our own people to be shown our own worth. And you know, exactly. if you're a true creative type, you are literally creating from nothing. Yeah. And there are yeah. people who are the consumers, which they may be doctors or lawyers or contributing to life and the world in their own way, but like. We as individuals, as artists, are also contributing to beauty, love, and humanity. Not just musical artists, visual artists. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, exactly. Culinary uh, artists, physical, dancing. Sure. Sure. Yeah, no, yeah. you're exactly no. right. Anything of the arts, anything yeah, of the for arts. For sure, for sure. You know, and I mean, I just you can edit this out if you want to, but you know, we go to a doctor for healing. Mm-hmm. But if there's no remedy for it. What do people typically do when they're at the end of cancer? They're listening to music. Oh well, yeah. They're, yeah. So where does comfort. that? They're listening. They're, they're taking whatever element of comfort that they can use, and typically mm-hmm. it is music, or it's movies, or if it's time with their family, and none of that is given worth. But there's tons, thousands, and millions of dollars put into the medical field. Yeah. And I feel like teachers, musicians, all alike, like our worth is like way down here. Teachers aren't getting paid or treated not, the way they should be either. Either we love no, you, teachers. exactly. But I, yeah, I just kind of, kind of want to like, like equate, like. Like what we do, like as musicians, like this is our passion. This our, it's, well, it's look at a job. ball player. Look at a baseball player. They're entertainers in, in their own right. Why the heck are we getting paid like an NFL right, player? Exactly. Or, or given that Or minor league NFL through whoever, players. Or, or whatever entity <laughs> whatever entity hires us or, her hi, or hires the band. Or the I gorgeous like, ladies of wrestling. Or yeah. the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I mean, yeah. and there's that. Yeah. That, you know, that, for us to get that form. recognition, you know, I heard from a... From a uh, Music producer that I just met, you've got to pay your promoters, pay your promoters, pay your promoters mm-hmm. if you want, yeah. and maybe get a fraction of it back <clears throat> in, in, in your kind of your beginning stages, depending on what city you're in. You could save money by putting a promoter in your band like Public Enemy. Ah, uh, wait, what? Slave. No Hot way. Band. 
Elaborate. Yeah, Flav, yeah. Well, I don't know yeah, anything about this. Oh, look it up. Get your hype man. Yeah. Get you a hype huh. man. But you he still mean the motion and stuff for those guys. Okay. You're still putting out. Okay. To, yeah. yeah. All right. And you know, end up Andy ways. It seems way. It seems to be going for a lot of new and upcoming musicians now. We're realizing we don't need record companies to do half right exactly you know what i think a lot of us are still lacking as a whole is man general networking social media understanding uh, well actually look at all the guys that are getting big off of tiktok and learning how to use instagram and stuff and like yeah it's a whole new wave whole and new i'm kind of still on a I, i'm a pen and paper kind of guy i love yeah. word of mouth still and you know i'm yeah. gonna carve my way out with the people that genuinely care and i can care back for in a way that's you know, makes me feel happy in my little slice of pie. You right. Know? As long as I can feel a little bit of worth and help others feel their worth in creating, then that's the yeah. goal. A lot of know? weird so. little tools out there like TikTok. Yeah. And then, of course, because the, uh, you know, I mean, it used to be, it used to be very difficult and expensive and financially constraining to record music. To, just to make a to, video. Just, just think about, just yeah. think about just, just making make a, a video. video. Yeah. Uh, tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, and now the technology in our hands is it's so in the, good. In your hand. We can do this stuff ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with recording. So now that it's super easy for us to do, everybody's doing it. So because so now it used to be financially restrictive or, you know, just the, to, to get in front of the right ears to make it It's appear. more of a saturation yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Now, build, the following. difficulty is the saturation. Build, build and, and, and actually, you know, mm -hmm. not to be a dick and state in this, but this is where the elevation of, of, of true talent and Absolutely. true uh, skill and true art will outweigh saturation because yeah. if everybody's yeah. doing it, then what really matters? And, not, and I'm not saying nobody else really matters, but it pushes the level of mm -hmm. excellence. It yeah. pushes the level of, of true creative and art and talent. And it's going to get yeah. to a point probably within the next 10, 20 years where everybody's a freaking genius through their art just because they're trying to make TikTok videos and become famous yeah. or, you know, and well, yeah. to me that breeds excellence like some other badass countries, you know, Japan, China, but, in their arts and the way they push. But nobody else, there's, there's no such thing as just a music artist anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be good at visual art. Isn't that crazy? Everybody's good. good at editing, software editing, yeah. uh, video editing, mm -hmm. Taking then oh, then their yeah. own hobby and yeah. it's like we're yeah. all we're all the executive producers oh, grit man a video we're all having to Lighting do it all. Yeah. Well, and you're competing with so you're competing with oversaturation of current music, but now because the internet's streaming, you're also competing with. Well, this new guy's here, but I could just go listen to this old record that's on Spotify now. Yeah. You know, so you're competing with access to nearly everything, everything. from the past you're right. You're absolutely years, right. Seventy percent real real fact, seventy percent seventy percent of all music consumed on Spotify is older than forty years old. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's a reason why some of that music's still timeless. Totally. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it, it transcends and time. I, again, I feel like I feel like one of the biggest bands that transcends time, motherfuckers. <laughs> fucking Here we Aerosmith. Go. Oh, yeah. oh my god, motherfuckers! <laughs> and then you have people like Greta Van Fleet, no, like picking whoa, up Led no, Zeppelin whoa, whoa, and whoa, whoa, whoa. but you know, and then you have people like Miley Cyrus doing a shit ton of motherfucking <laughs> covers. Because why? Because she's Miley Cyrus. Okay. But that's fine. That's fine. Because at one point, some people, some people, you know, there was even a song about how. Rock and roll has dead. How rock and roll has died, and I mean yeah, that's the arena. Crowds, that, man, yeah. 
that's the re- that's the arena that we're in. I feel like we're in an arena where rock and roll has died. I was it's, talking it's to this. It's not commercial. It's commercially available, like you said, and what people want and can access very. It's a novelty easy. now. Imagine being in an emo it is. band. It like is. for us, we're just a novelty, mostly. Like it's like nostalgia. So that's why Miley's doing all those covers because it's nostalgia and we're. But it works. But I, here's here's Ooh, the thing. Here's the thing. Angle. Look at her business angle. Look at her Exactly. They're gonna make. But my appreciation is, I'm glad that the younger generation is get a, getting a chance to hear what I listen to and hearing the quality of what there was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I just find yeah. a total appreciation in that. I I really do because I remember my kids. I had to school them on who Rat was. I had a school. I had a fucking school. I mean, because here my kid, I love Bruno Mars, but I remember the first time my daughter had downloaded Bruno Mars's album. Album, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that shit's explicit." I was like, "What the fuck are you listening well, to?" And then you also got I a- was like, "What is this?" And so at that point, I remember introducing her to um, fucking Def Leppard when she was fourteen, fifteen years old, because I felt like that was like better. Yeah. So mind you, she's having a C-section with her first baby, and she does it with the doctor asks her like, "What do you want to listen to?" She's like, "I want to listen to Def Leppard." And the doctor's like, "What do you know about Def Leppard?" She's like, "My mom took me to a concert." <laughs> <laughs> so she's like having a C-section, like listening to Def Leppard. But I, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of that stuff is starting to fade away. But I, I, I give credit to these artists. But it's not though. these popular artists that are like redoing these originals. Think about think about what it means to be in Def Leppard. And just to have to have your music plugged into someone's life so intrinsically that your daughter's having her baby to their music recorded fucking forty years. That's ago. incredible. You know, and it was that's, actually that's, pour some sugar on me. Yeah, and here, here in retrospect, what about people who were having poured. kids last week listening to a Post Malone song who feel exactly yeah. the same way? Though. I yes. So the the, the really point of the matter is that you got two forms of artists and creators that are want to be commercially successful. Which can you knock on anybody for what sells? Yeah. Or you've got your artist no, who's creating I, I purely. For maybe not for themselves, but from a, a maybe like a, an extroverted point of view, where it's not necessarily about a commercial; it's about one or two people that are able to connect to the music. I get you. But yeah. then, you, and, the, and then you got to ask yourself both the same questions: Are any of those musicians trying to make money? Is this their, what they're trying to do with their life? And who are, or what? is to say what's famous but the people buying it you know yeah. the same people that are in a deaf leopard 20 years ago passionately the now or peep those same people or newer people are in the newer music the same yeah. same exact way and it would be very disheartening to be like oh well that music is lesser than this music and that's like telling somebody's feelings they don't matter like you yeah know, you know your feelings don't matter just because you feel this way like i try showing my girls all the time my old school music and stuff i've got three girls and not one of them like anything that i listen to they're all listening to like post malone and all the stuff on the radio and it's but it's interesting to look at because one it's still music it's art it's being yeah. created and it's being appreciated and if we can contribute as artists or something just to be acknowledged in that in in an area by anybody right. i think that's that's success there's, yeah. there's the goal definitely and then that's where my ego and pride and future comes in well i need a house i need this i want this and like am i going to uh booty booty shaking music my way there or am i going to take the hard road and hustle off of value and virtue and things that don't really sell or am i going to get a regular dick job and just be a weekend warrior where i'm at where i'm at right now you know? yeah I'm, so having said like that, right now i'm bivocational i mean I I, I, so i build docks for a living i'm actually like a plumber minor electrician i do yeah. all kinds of i need some really i didn't know any of that yeah, no so man i'm actually really 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 handy with my head no i'm not licensed <laughs> 
but I'm cheaper than I your guy. You. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> but, and, and you know, it's just not all of us have like that awesome beauty of the is it nepotism of being born into the business and people the people and families in nashville the people and family in hollywood the, you know we're the guys having to struggle from the ground up like somebody like elvis when was the well, last time I we had an elvis man yeah, you know, he was exactly a milk right and i feel like we could, elvis was a milk dude before he was a, yeah. Yeah, he was he made it yeah. but we don't really have any more joe schmoes coming out of the the ground they're already all but pre-established we and we do there's a ton of joe schmoes out there there's more than we can count. Agreed. Agreed. The, the, I mean, in our line, in like in our, our the, scope. That, that that's the thing, man. Nothing's guaranteed. Like it, like it never was before. Yeah, uh, you know, just the you know, he was a milkman, so a milkman's not really a thing anymore. But you know, we've got a guy that you know he may do, you know, social media for oh, some. Oh, you're big making company. me think of Aaron Watson. You know, have you ever heard of that name, Aaron yes, Watson? Yeah, dude. Yeah, just, yeah, that dude. Okay, so there yeah. we are. Got we do have our awesome guys that are coming out the room, but yeah, I'm saying it's sure. hard for it to be inspiring for the, uh, us other Joe Schmoes who just get stuck being Joe Schmoes forever. Yeah. All of us. I'm not just saying me or you. Or so you, you may be Joe Schmo to some people, but you may be a god to somebody else. All about respect. And so yeah. that's you know, it's really cool when you can put the uh, you know the insecurities aside and realize that man once or two times or how many times a week you've had at least one or two people at every show that you can connect yeah. with and man do you put a dollar to that or do you put emotional weight to yeah. that and you know that's that's the battle because that feels good at the end of the day but then you wake up in the morning and your car payments due and the mortgage is due and your water just got turned off and you're just like I really love that person that made me feel fucking great but yeah. and I think do I, can I keep going I think going, sometimes you know? it, comes, it comes to a lot of the people that are hiring us or hiring bands I don't think they should leave it just to the bands to promote I think if you're hiring that band and you're putting money then it's your fucking job to fucking promote we're going into business together for that night Th thank you we're going we're mm -hmm. doing this together because because I've seen I've seen in a lot of other towns not I'm not talking about just Amarillo different towns yeah well, you you have a semi-big name, not even a big name, a semi-big name come through. Oh, they'll promote the fuck out of that. But what yeah. do they do for their locals? Mm -hmm. Right. I'm just going to put that out there and I'll yeah. leave that. This band is my whatever. business. This is me. Your we got to pay the bills your venue just is like your business. Do. This is you. We're going to fucking make a baby and that's going to be the show. Yes. You know, it's how are we going to raise badass. this baby? Exactly. You know? <laughs> And, and, and I and I, I I have not seen that in surrounding areas nor here. Well, I think that's why spreading awareness about supporting they your leave local it up to, they artists. Leave it, well, they leave it up to the artists to do, and I'm like, hey, it's not just my job. Well, and right. you know, and that comes on the on the other end as well. We need people that are willing to support local artists that do have the patience and time to care about something other than what the TV will shove down your throat, yeah. or you know, to realize that yeah, I do know six seven bands in this town, but man, I really don't support any of them. I haven't been out at any shows. I bitch about paying a $5 cover. Oh, but Co. Wetzel's coming to town. No offense to anybody, but it's like, oh, but I'm going to go spend this and immediately go see them. And it's like, well, you realize that that dude was an original dude at some point in his local town. At some and, point in his life. And, and, know, yeah, ex no, exactly. I hear exactly what you're saying. And people cared you know, for, equally, yeah. we would all be megastars all the time, and it would just be some crazy abundance of, man, we are just, there's talent everywhere. Yeah. We don't deserve yeah. this. Simple math, no, though. You know, we can't all be big stars, though. We can't all be all be big stars, no. but the people that have been, I mean, you call us the hardest working band. I feel like we yeah. are the hardest working yeah, band. Yeah, you are. And but here, that doesn't and, you mean... And, know, some of our people have to be off by 4 o'clock from their other jobs, <laughs> yeah. off by 5 o'clock from their other jobs within our band, that's including myself. That's the fucking myself. sacrifice that everyone that's puts the the sacrifice that, That's yeah. the sacrifice that we make, and I think and we just want to feel appreciated for that. That's why I say that. We all want to feel appreciated. you guys... 
give so much yeah. to your shows. You give so much. There's so much energy. Every single time I've seen and we y'all want play, to. we have the. I feel like me and Jonathan have the best chemistry. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a love hate si- you know situation. I'll play anywhere, anytime for free. It's developing. <laughs> I just get paid to move gear, run sound, yeah. the equipment, I'm, and I just recently tried to start helping you because I realized okay, I can't break everything. I might break one thing helping you load. What did you break? Why am I just not hearing about this? What did you break? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I know. I promise I didn't. I'll go I check my gear now. <laughs> I promise. So, I promise. So moving forward, what? Uh, so do you have shows coming up? Man, I, so I know every, you have shows coming. I don't even have to uh, ask actually, this question. Well, no, when so, are your shows coming? What's this week? Up? So this week, and we got the Croft. Uh, so uh, Georgia Street oh, Tap yes. House Friday, which is a great spot on Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, was on the patio. Yeah, right there on the patio. Nice. We used to be Ruby Tequilas. Yeah. I don't remember the address, but people should remember that place. Uh, this weekend, we're doing a Bad Moon Rise is coming to town they're a ccr tribute band yeah, yeah. and they're going to starlight Are we ranch doing CCR songs? yeah yeah well no no we're, that's we don't upstage can i, do down we don't can upstage. I please do down we the don't corner upstage. no no that's that's very very taggy. <laughs> it's rude you're very right. taggy um <laughs> hmm, hmm, we don't upstage we're gonna we're gonna because we know we could hey we're gonna be we're gonna blow them out the water but we're not gonna do it with ccr songs <laughs> It's a no, joke. And, but we're, we're, at, a we're joke. at Starlight Ranch this weekend, and like mainly, you know, it's three or four nights a week. We're we've been pretty typically steady. Um, I've been slowly since after COVID. We're getting out of town more. We're playing New Mexico a little bit in Kansas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's I try to stay in in town one week, out of town the next week, so nobody's getting you know you know yeah. bored a little bit um but it's uh we've t- i've taken on next week or two off trying to let michael get back and healed up his yeah. arms and yeah. wrists are still broken and it's it's been it's been fun but really rough keeping a band consistent man but, process, and an old know. player once told me the hardest thing to do as a musician is get the same group of guys together every yeah. week in the same spot oh dude yeah. while i'm uh thinking about a uh, shout out to uh jason and michael Touching Voodoo, we hope you yeah. guys get feeling better soon. Get back on your gigs, uh, Jason. I didn't know that you were available for other roadie gigs, so I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps telling me August, yeah. but I spoke with his cousin, so and she ready. was like, "No, so not ready. August." So, yeah. but he's he's ready for August. That's what he keeps telling me. I and he is. He's time. everybody's favorite roadie. Anybody needs yeah. some help, give him a he's call. He dude, loves man. it. He passion. loves it, man. And if yeah. he's free, he'll do it. And we're, you know. Yeah. yeah, that guy actually helps us out of his own volition. It's really beautiful. Oh, yeah. it's really, he helps, helps everybody. Everybody, everybody. Own, yeah. you know, everybody. It's really awesome. You can if we're not. I mean, you don't see him at Smokey Joe's with us on a Thursday. You'll see him at Smokey Joe's Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tuesday, or scooters. Gigs. Like uh, he's helped yeah. us load in just just to help. You know, we, we, he, he would pro. be there, and we would he's get there. Too. The world needs more people like him. He's good, such a good dude. Michael's such a fucking strong drummer, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, I hope you guys get get. You yeah, know, they get had a great benefit, and... man. The outreach was really wonderful. Yeah, that was we cool. felt Amazing. a lot of love. It was really cool, and that's what it's about. We we can all get there if we just help each other out a little bit, man. That's sure. all it takes. Just be kind to your neighbor, like you'd be kind to yourself. Okay. All right. Well, uh, guys, I think we're going to wrap this one up for tonight. Um, I want to thank Stacy. <laughs> And Jonathan, for uh, finally coming to the show. Finally. I'm sorry talking, it took so long. And, and, you know, getting here and talking to Are us. Are you trying to say it took me to get you here? It was a long time. She yeah. didn't want to do this for a while. Oh, it's all my fault. Yeah, it's all Stacey's fault. All right, so uh, you, if you see Touching Voodoo on the calendar somewhere, go see him. You will not be disappointed. Thank you. Uh, look for uh, Jonathan's stuff out on Spotify. 
iTunes, you know, the whole nine yards out there. Quick plug, hopefully the albums be dropping around August or September. Hopefully. All right. Well, uh, guys, remember what we say at uh, Amarillo Rocks. Wipe front to back, clear your browser history, and go see some live music. Amarillo Rocks. No me hagas manejar. Eretenala mi caballo. Por el cielo soy yo me voy. No me pongas en el carro sola. Estrella si la luna es la Porque si la policía no me para. Un choque si me Me dieron una citación. Me gusta tocar la guitarra. Ahora estoy en prisión. Me gusta cantar el sol. Ahora no sé quién soy. Mariachi mi compañía, Stacy en cuando canción. Yo amo a Jonathan. Mi gusta de cale guitarra. Bueno, no, mi gusta de cantar. También a tequila blanco, no sala de sabor. Por eso necesitas que me llevas a la casa. I'll give you a ride. I'll give you a ride, but you're interrupting my song. Diga que tu amiga hace un Uber. Get a fucking Uber then. Wait, shit. Que se chinga una pinche Uber para que no tengo que manejar. Okay, I didn't catch any of that. Let her get an Uber so I don't have to drive. Manejar? Manejar. 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 So, drive? That's me. Yeah. Manejar. O conducir. You can manejar o conducir. Either way. Me gusta tocar la guitarra. Me gusta cantar el sol. Mariachi mi compañero cuando canto canción. Me gusta tocar en mis copas. Corriente es lo mejor. También me gusta que la blanco cuando se la Like a tiny guitar. You want to play a little guitar? So it feels us? bigger, right? Um, are you recording me? No. Me encantó la entrevista con tu quiero más, quiero más. Hágame más preguntas. Hágame más preguntas y te contesto Con lo que está en mi corazón Soy hombre y muy honrado Que me gustas a lo mejor Los mieres me faltan Y ahora no lo dan el amor En el tren en mi caballo Por el cielo si yo me voy Estrellas y la luna Y es me dicen donde voy Ay, 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 ay Me gusta tocar la guitarra, me gusta cantar el sol, mariachi mi compañía cuando canto canción.
So that center button on the top, push that in, hold it in for like five seconds. Okay, now the bottom knob, we're closest to you. Rotate that all the way up. Is the battery dead? Is this thing got a fucking pickup inside of it? Just play it. It's not doing it. it? I think it's dead. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. Look in the sound hole. There should be a green light. Should be a green light. It's on. Okay. So hold it down again. Right, it's on. It's on. It's on. It's hold on. It down. Okay. What? what? <laughs> the fuck? Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Stop. Get out of the CP. Oh my gosh. Damn, that's fucking that sick. That is sick as fuck. What the fuck? The ones who hold her places Must be the ones who stop For the reality Closer to the heart The blacksmith and the artists yes. Damn! Let's see a... It's old fucking. I got this from Game of Thrones. I forgot how to play it though. They spun her around on the old cobblestone, spun away her sorrow and pain. And she never, never, God damn it. never wanted to leave, never wanted to leave, never wanted to leave, never wanted to Those old bard, like, yeah, fucking songs, yeah. like, just at a pub and you're singing that. I love those kind of shit. I got that from Game of Thrones, it's pretty cool. It's a hurdy gurdy thing, so if you take this and, like, have a drone note, just play that the whole fucking time, you play the little rhythm, it sounds so fucking epic. Dude, that is fucking cool That's shit. Bad. He's got that BJ's. He's been playing one that's. I think it's the same guitar. It's like the model. Like Trevor. 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 Yeah. Trying to learn. I'd love to see like two of those in action together. You know, like in like a like a situation. Send me a picture of that guitar. Yeah. That
is Led Zeppelin. Right? <laughs> Going to California. Yeah. But I forgot the first line. I didn't look it up. I did too. Oh, the first line. Oh, wait. Spin. Oh, I remember it. <laughs> Spend my days with a woman unkind. Smoked my stuff and she drank all my motherfucking wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Make up my mind, make a new start. Make up my mind, make a new start. Going to California with an aching in my heart. Damn, that sounds so fucking cool. Right? Dude, that's a fucking game changer. That's fucking, that reminds me of the Tone Amp, but it's already built into this. <laughs> that's, that's, you know exactly, what I think, I think, yes. Uh, so Yamaha bought those guys out, I think. Ah, uh, and they're just putting them into their fucking yeah. guitars now. Yeah. But you still get the sound. Dude, I yeah. want one. How much one of these run? Do you guys know? That one, that was about six hundred. That's it's so not doable. Bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, at all. DJ's was eight. Jonathan. Yeah. So yeah, eight, six, I want eight. a bigger. I'd want a, a cutout. A they, bigger. They, they make a they make a jumbo, and I think they do have one with a cutout. It's called Transacoustic. Song, baby. <laughs> I know it is. It's what it sounds like. Every song is based off of another fucking song, period. Sarah. That's fucking dope. Dope. Says I know shit. how low to go. I won't let it show. Be good to me won't until next March, baby. I'll watch you. Right? I won't let it go. And now I stand And I beg my mom Don't you touch me, touch me I won't let it go I found a reason I don't need an excuse What's up? I've got this time on my head What's up? Are you here? Okay, so go on the side, go on, go on the right side of the house, suburban straight house. down, uh, back house. You should, it should be all. There's a, there's a, there's a Tahoe. What do you say? Suburban. Oh, he said it's a Denali. Suburban. Oh, it's an Explorer. <laughs> Wait, what is it? It's an expedition. It's a big brown SUV. I'm just fucking. 